I knew not to do it. If there is one thing I always say, it's that scales, typical bathroom, get on the scales every day, it's pretty much rubbish. Those numbers aren't real. But I was feeling particularly felt, and I just thought, eh, I'd break my rule and leap lightly onto the scale. Holy fat poo. Where did that number come from? Hey there, Kelly Howard here, and thank you so much for joining me today. I truly believe that if you want to make any big leaps or changes in your fitness, you need to do three things. You need to know your vision, you need to have a schedule, and you need to know your numbers. But those numbers do not always come from the bathroom scale. So vision, what is it that you want? I mean, really, why does any of this matter to you? Is it because you noticed recently you couldn't keep up as much as you used to at whatever it is you do? Or maybe the pants a little tight these days, or you're out of breath, or maybe you just realize that being healthy is the most important thing you can do for you, for your family, for your work, for your long-term outlook. I'm getting a little preachy, but it's true. Healthy and fit are really the things that allow us to enjoy our lives full out. So what is it that you want? I can tell you a few of the things on my list, the things that pretty much matter for me. I want the only pills I'm taking to be my supplements. I want to be able to paddle a whitewater river for a very, very long time. I want to run a 25K trail run. I want to feel strong and I want to look great. Some of those things are super easy to analyze and see. A couple of them are fairly subjectable, but I do know how they all feel. And being able to feel it, see it in your mind and know what it is that you want is a super quick shortcut to getting what it is that you want. Food choice, think about your vision. Skipping a workout, think about your vision. Letting your schedule slip for the month, you got it. Think about your vision. So then the next step you're gonna do is you're gonna write it down because writing things down just helps on so many levels. When I have a vision, when I have a goal, whatever you wanna call it, I do. I write it down because I know that two things are gonna happen. One of them, it's going to help me remember better. I guess there's three things, actually. One of them helped me remember. Another one is it allows me to see it in black and white and pay attention to it more. And then the third reason is that when you put pen to paper, you're engaging different pieces of your mind. It's like a deeper phenomena that happens when you write something down. They call it encoding. And encoding is basically a biological process that helps It just helps your brain make decisions. And when you're making better decisions and when you make decision-making easier, then what you're doing is you're creating a habit. And good habits are a big help to getting the things that we want in life. You've probably heard before that that willpower actually, it exhausts you. It it takes away your energy during the day if you have too many decisions and too much willpower that you have to use. So if you're making decisions that are very simple because they're already made in your mind, then it's much, much easier to stick with what it is that you want. So then the next step, number two of the three things is the schedule. You really do need to have a schedule. I've already kind of belabored the point about writing it down, but if you take it a step further, if you don't write it down, it's not real, especially when it comes to a workout schedule. We can make everything more tangible, more real, and even more accomplishable, which I'm pretty sure is a word, by creating a schedule, black and white, day by day. And this is what I'm going to do so you already know what's going to happen. When you make your schedule, 
Make it realistic. Take your work, take your travel, take your play into consideration. Adjust accordingly and then write it down. Absolutely. There are loads of apps out there that can help you keep track, tell you when you're on track, off track, whatever, shock you when you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And (laughs) I think that's a joke, but I'm not positive. But there is magic in a pen to paper and then having your schedule somewhere where you can see it. I keep my schedule at my desk. I work at home, so that's easy for me. Maybe it's better in your bathroom or on your fridge. My typical schedule that I write out will involve three days of weights and abs, three to four days of cardio, usually a day of rest, yoga occasionally, and then usually I fit in some stretching most every day. And I take this schedule, I mix it up as I need it, because if one day is going to be super busy, then maybe all I can fit in is a short run. And maybe I have another day that I have lots of extra time and it allows me for a long bike ride. I miss days. Absolutely. Yesterday, I literally forgot. I forgot to exercise. I forgot to stretch. I forgot yoga, my yoga class. It was just one of those days. But you know what? I adjust accordingly and I don't beat myself up. We added a simple two-week schedule that you can download in the show notes. You can post it on your wall. Since it's a two-week schedule, just pencil in your second week. You can do the pin on the first week, but your second week is going to be pencil because everything you're going to do is geared toward feeling good about what you're doing. And if you set up a two-week schedule and start missing days right and left, you're going to feel bad and your vision starts fading. And it's all about setting up wins. The next piece is your numbers. But your numbers don't come from the bathroom scale. I have read so many articles lately that say, measure yourself in the morning, measure yourself in the evening, measure yourself three times a day on the scale. Ah, my idea, and I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a nutritionist, but my idea is that numbers come more from the things you do. Write down and know your food intake. Is that boring? Absolutely. Is it important? Absolutely. If you want to make any changes. Have you ever done a budget, like a personal budget or a household budget, and you start by just writing down everything you spend, cup of coffee, light bill, Kindle book, mortgage. If you do this for a week or heaven forbid a month, you'll be shocked at where and how much goes out. Same thing happens with food. And first, very clearly, I am not a food tyrant here. I can eat a lot and I do sometimes. I love my food and I'm not perfect at keeping track. But what I do know is if my jeans get tight and I start feeling uncomfortable in my skin and my clothes, then I need to do a check-in. And, you know, I'm not a nutritionist. I have zero letters behind my name, but I've done an awful lot of reading in my life. I'm always happy to see what works for me. And I've used myself as a guinea pig more than one time, believe me. This may not work for everyone, but here are a few things that really seem to help me when it comes to food and extra weight. Don't eat anything that comes out of a box, a pre-made bag, or if I'm really getting crazy, any pre-made sauces. I don't always hold myself to the pre-made sauce rule because I'm busy and I'm not always going to make special homemade sauces for things, but I do tend to skip most pre-made dressings because it's so easy to make my own and there's usually added sugar. So that's a bummer. Next one is avoid sugar. I'm lucky. I don't really have a sweet tooth. I, I do have a tendency to assure everyone who wants to give me chocolate that it gives me migraines. I don't know if it really does, but that's my story, and it helps me avoid sugar and desserts. And then there's alcohol. Bummer, because I do like wine, but when I feel like I've been gaining weight or I'm not sleeping well, 
out goes the wine. And for a good while, three months, six months, we can talk about this some other time, but I will say I am always surprised about how much this helps all around with everything I do and with weight loss. I limit my carbs. I might as well say I cut off my arm because I love pasta. I live in Texas and we have tortillas, really good tortillas. And I'm a vegetarian. So I'm always just like slightly at the point of hunger. And it might be kidding, but just a little, but less carbs. And I up my protein, which for me means more tofu, more protein drinks. And I'm not afraid of vegetable fat, avocados, good oils, you know the drill. The bottom line is you do need to know, at least in broad strokes, what you're consuming. Michelle, the CEO of Destiny Well, will be joining us in a couple of weeks, and she is a world-class nutritionist. And she has certainly opened my eyes to a lot of food and weight information. So I'll let you know when you can send in your questions for her because she's a fount of knowledge. Another number I think is very important is water. You'll find lots of variants online about what, how much water you're supposed to drink that experts say. All I know is water is super important. It keeps you hydrated, keeps you feeling a little full. I keep a glass on my desk all the time. If you're exercising more, you definitely need to up the water. Camelback, the company that created the backpack water carriers, has a very nifty water calculator that we'll include in the show notes. I don't know if it's accurate. I'm not positive, but it does correlate really close to what I typically shoot for. So you'll be able to find that in the show notes. Another number that gets tossed around a lot is BMI, body mass index. There are simple calculations online to determine this number, but I tend to call bull on using just this as your calculation because you could be the same weight, the same height, and fit completely different and look completely different. And so, and still, if you're doing the calculation, it's the same BMI. So I would say, yeah look at that number, but not too close. A measurement I really do like is the DEXA scan. I'm not sure if liked would be the right word for it because the number they came up with for me was way more fat weight than I expected, but I do feel like it's a good measurement. So if it's a good measurement and it's a good way to have a baseline. It's not cheap. It's not crazy expensive. And most larger cities have a scanning service these days. And I'll link to that in the show notes too. Since we're linking away today, we'll also add the BMI calculator. The final number that you should know, and the one number that will really show you what's happening with your body, are the numbers that come from a simple tape measure. Pick your parts, whatever body parts you want to measure. Be sure to include your waist, write them down, and then come back in a month and check them again. This is such an easy, cheap, and super effective method. If you want to take it one step further, take photos. So there we have it. That's a lot to do in those three steps. But I do believe that those three steps are the things that you have to do if you're serious about making any changes or upgrades. Know what your vision is. Why are you even thinking about your fitness? What's your goal? What's the big picture? What is it that really matters? Make your schedule. Be realistic. Take into consideration what your week looks like. Adjust accordingly and then write it down. Put it in an app if you want, but absolutely pen to paper. That gets all the parts of your body and brain on board. Put it somewhere where you're going to see it. Grab that simple two-week schedule that you can download in our show notes. Post it on your wall. Post it on your refrigerator, whatever you need. But here's my suggestion. Download it. You can choose to start uh, the download on a Monday or a Sunday. There's two different schedules for you. Check your calendar. Fill out week one, 
with a schedule that you really think you can do. Pencil in week two if you'd like. Remember, life is busy, and it gets really busy for most of us to know exactly what next weekend is going to look like, or next week is going to look like, unless you're training for an Ironman. Then you know what next six months are going to look like. It's going to be train, eat, sleep, try not to get fired, and do it again. And I'm kidding, but just sort of. If you're not training for something big, what you really want to do is just take it one week at a time. Know your numbers. Spend a few days watching what you eat. Adjust accordingly. Drink your water. Measure either with a tape measure or go all in for a DEXA. May your numbers be more kind than mine were. And finally, keep your vision. Know what it is you want. Why do you want it? And feel it. We'll certainly chat about incorporating your vision and possibly a full body meditation at some time in the future. But for right now, just feel good. Appreciate your body and everything it can do that you can do right now in this moment. And then shoot for more, more health, more fitness, more fun, more life in our life. Thank you again so much for joining me today. I truly appreciate your time and all of the emails. Thanks. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a moment and give me a quick review on iTunes. It really helps in the rankings and the ability to reach more new friends. Make it a wonderful week and be sure to have some fun. See you next week.